Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. This is Power Couple Financial Podcast with Ariel Gonzalez from Arrive Financial and Insurance Services and his wife, the 403B doctor, Adela Gonzalez. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Ariel and Adela provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Power Couple Financial Podcast with Ariel and Adela Gonzalez. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining the Power Couple Financial Podcast. This is Ariel Gonzalez. And Adela Gonzalez. And we are the Power Couple. Uh, and we're, what we're going to talk about today is business. Building a business is a long game. Correct. Long, long-term game. Long-term game. And I think what happens is a lot of times people will get into business. Yeah. And uh, they think it's going to be an overnight, immediate success. Well, I think a lot of times they haven't changed their mindset. So it's more of a hobby, not so much of a business or a long term commitment. It's like, well, let me just toe dip a little bit. Let me see if I get any successes. And if it doesn't work out, then I'm out and I'm done. So most people don't even take that actual commitment to say no. I'm planning my flag. I'm going to jump all in. I'm going to burn the ships because, again, you know, for those of you that don't know me, I came from the medical field for 20 years. So I literally burned the ship. I I didn't burn my bridges. I left my employer with good standing. Not that I was ever going to come back, but as a respectable and, and an honor system, you know, that I left in good standings. But... I didn't renew any of my license. I didn't, you know, pursue that career any longer. So anything that tied me to that career, I didn't pursue it any longer. So I burned the ship. So in case you guys haven't got the title yet, the title of this podcast is Business is a Long Game. And and Adela hit a great point where she says a lot of times people will start their business as a hobby and it's okay to start there, right? Right. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, some people... You know, always like to see, you know, they may work a full-time job or a part-time job and might yeah. dabble in something because they have an idea and, you know, this so is something you say, they want to So would venture. you say it's a good idea to go ahead and start as a hobby but understand where you're going to go from there? Yeah, and that's the point of having goals. You know, what what is your, your outcome? What are you trying to obtain out of this, starting yeah. this hobby? You know what do you what do you, what are what's the worst case scenario? What's the, end, what, what's, what's the end game? What's the end game? What's the best case scenario? You know, is this something you want to, to eventually, pers- to eventually transition, transition to? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a big, big question to ask. Well, when oneself. you left um, the medical field, did you have a end game in mind, or did you just know? that you were no longer going to be doing what you do. Well, I did make that decision like on a whim as far as saying, okay, this is it. This is, you know, because I had thought about it Yeah. because I was unhappy. But as far as making that decision, when it finally came to like, okay, I'm, I'm going to cut ties. I did make that decision and, and realize, okay, mm-hmm. 
I'm cutting tithes. Now this new venture is going to be my long term. That's my next stage in life. Yeah. So I'm going to make it happen no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And so that leads me to the next thing is that in like one thing that Adele and I always do, just so you guys know that are listening to this podcast, we always invest back into our business. Absolutely. You have to. I mean, that is a reflection of ownership. Yeah. You know, if you don't take the little um, steps to, you know, buy paper, buy a printer, yeah. get a bag, have your to tools, have your tools your laptop. whatever business you're in. So yeah. if you're the plumber and you don't have a snake, I mean, what kind of plumber <laughs> are you? I guess you got to use your hand. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you have to have the basic tools in your business, whether you're a hairdresser, you know, are you paying so let me for ask the you, supplies? You, you just got your hair done. I did. Uh, and she did a great job. She did an amazing way. job. Give I have to give her quick, kudos to Hema at Mix right here downtown. She's phenomenal. And she listened to me. She did an amazing thing because um, I do appreciate that because I did feel kind of... Uh, How would you have felt, though, if you went to go get your hair done and she's like, oh, can, can you bring some scissors with you? <laughs> And a brush <laughs> and a blow dryer. Oh, I'm bringing the hair dye while you're yeah, at it. Yeah, no, probably wouldn't go to her. Yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't say like you're the expert, not me. That's your field of yeah. business, yeah. not me. And, and so just so you guys know, so like at Arrive Financial, when 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 Adela and I talk about making moves or or tools or processes. We don't make a decision based on what's going to be better for her and I. We make a decision like, okay, how is this going to benefit the company? What is this going to do for our agents? What is this going to do for our clients? How? So like Adele and I, we just signed a, a lease on a new office. And it's. I think it's going to be an amazing I'm office. I'm ex- super, super excited because, again, it, it went to our goals. That was our long-term goal is having a storefront. So, again writing down your goals what is what do you want to see in your business a year two years you know five years down the road and obviously you know when you're starting out you you just want to start you know and then it's the next step and so that was one of our goals is having a storefront um, and so those of you guys don't know we've we've had an office for years it's just we've never had a storefront where it's ground level it's going to be Foot traffic. A ton of foot traffic. It's, it's across the street from two banks. Visible from traffic, you know, lots yeah. of traffic area, you know. So, yeah, there's a lot of pros and to so it. And so what was the reason for us getting the new office? Was it because it's going to be better for you and I? Or is it because as a company, as a whole. Yeah, the long term. It's going to be better for everybody. It's the long term goal that we're looking for on how accessible, how easier for our clients, how easier for our agents to grow, to get into that next level that they need to be at so that we've created the space, the environment to get to that next level. Yeah. And not only that, like there's for whatever reason, sometimes people think that in the financial services industry, you can always work out of your home. And what I'm going to say is this, when I started 13 years ago, working out of your home was okay to start before you're able to afford an office. But at some point, at some point, you got to invest back into your business right. and take it to the next level, and then take it to the next level, and then take it to the next level. So, like Adela was saying about goals, we've had an office for a long time, but now we actually have one where it's going to be street level on a busy, super busy corner downtown. Um, and the next level after that is we want to own our building next. Right, time. that's definitely the the long term 
is to have multiple buildings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so that's what's nice is that um, it's it starts a little bit. Like Ariel said, you know, to be in the financial services, you you do want to be able to service your clients. You do want to be able to go and meet with them, you know, at their home or their place of business, you know, place of business and stuff. But eventually you want to have a location. That's why you look around town. Banks have offices, right? Um, state farm farmers, all these, you know, even travel agents have offices, you know, because people want to be able to go to a place where they know exists. It's not just, you know, a virtual office and hey, yeah. you know what, more power to you if that works and, and that's great, you know, as a startup, but definitely have that goal for the long term to have you know, a, an office that you can call home. So would you, but so like, let's talk about this real quick, because I think a lot of times people want to invest in their business, but they kind of forget the part that need to, they need to actually invest in themselves. Yeah. Uh, um, personal development. Yeah. You know, that's the a huge one, especially when you're in business, regardless of whatever business you're in. Um, it could be, you know, different type of sales. It could be retail. It can be, you know, a service that you provide to somebody. Um, any type of business you can think about all these different areas of business but um, you got to invest back into you, yourself. you have to you so have like what Adele and I have done in the past is that we try to go to multiple um, business conferences throughout the year because every time we've gone it's not, I'm gonna tell you let me clarify it's not a rah-rah conference it's a business conference where they're teaching legitimate skills and processes and tools from people that are already successful in and out of our industry. Yes. So the cool part is, is that we're able to see one person that's already successful at it, but two different perspectives. And, right. and, and yes, we, I, I believe a thousand percent, like you got to personally develop you. If you're not a people person, become a people person. If you don't know how to make friends, figure out how to make friends. If, if you are lazy, figure out how not to be lazy. I mean, whatever it is, it can be solved through personal development. But I believe in stepping out of your comfort zone. And so the last event that Adele and I went to was in Miami. Right. Yes. And that was at 10X. What was it? It was a 10X Growth Con 3. Three. You know, yeah. and, and we had already been to the first, uh, the second one. Excuse yeah, in me. Vegas. The second one in Vegas. And it was fantastic. Yeah, there was, you know, some um, other stuff going on and so forth. But... We went in there with an intent, an intent to learn, an intent to capture a couple key things that we can implement in our business. And so that's one thing, you know, I want to touch on because um, learning from other people and not necessarily in your business, but from other industries. So, for example, there's this gentleman that was in real estate a long, long time ago. And so, you know, kind of that agent broker mentality, but his wife was a trainer. And so he was, he was kind of bummed because she worked her butt off as a trainer. And, um, you know, the, the, the gym was the one that was making all, all the, the reward and the money from her efforts. And so he's like, man, how could I apply what I know in real estate to this type of model so my wife doesn't have to be a slave to a job. And so they created the self, self-made self gym for other trainers. So what they did was utilize that real estate model of having a facility and each trainer, there's no membership fees for the individuals that are being trained, but the trainers pay a one, uh, a buy-in or a yeah, fee yeah. for to use the equipment 
and they can maintain their own client base and they keep the the revenue that they're doing because they're doing all the work. So they should get rewarded for their efforts. And so that's what's nice. So he took that model that he learned in real estate and applied it in to the health and fitness world. So that's what I'm saying. When we go to these events, we're learning from other people from other industries and different successes that they've had, different marketing ideas, different social media ideas, um, different things that they're talking about or how they're servicing their clients. And we look at it as how can we implement it in our world? How can we implement it in our business? Can we add that or tweak it a little bit and still you know, maybe offer that to our clients. Make it somehow relatable to what our industry is doing, to what we are doing within our company. Yeah, so So that's, when we go to a personal, like a conference like that, that's usually our intent, is is gathering information from other industries, other people that they're they're learning and they're having successes and how do we apply it in our business. And one of the things that I've always learned about leadership in particular is that they, I've always read that uh, a good leader is humble enough to continue to learn. And I've been I've been in business long enough to understand that I've seen really good leaders that, regardless of their past successes or past uh, history, uh, they're always willing to learn. But I've always I've also been around guys where, on the end of the day, if it's not their idea, it's not a good idea, and they are 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 good people in business. But when it comes to leadership. I've learned that the best leaders are always willing to humble themselves and always learn, regardless if it's the newest person in the business or if it's a guy that's been around for 30 years, because each person brings a certain perspective or a certain dynamic to the business. Right. And, And it's so true. So think about it. Just if you're a worker, you know, and you work for you're an employee and you work for a company or, you know, and you you look at the leadership in that business and you see, do they develop? Do they grow? Are they constantly learning? Um, and there's a lot of times that really, you know, really stems the point, you know, do people want to grow and lead? Most people tend to be complacent and they, they don't want to learn. They don't want to grow. And so that's one of the great things is that you always want to be learning. You want to surround yourself with leadership that is willing to learn, willing to grow, willing to humble themselves and know that, you know, they don't know it all, yeah. but they're willing to learn and they're willing to surround themselves that pe- that are have that are around people that have the knowledge and the wisdom so that they can learn and implement it. So. And, and so and just to kind of piggyback on that is building a business is really a long term game, you guys. And One of the things that Adele and I actually pride ourselves in right now is delayed gratification because our business is doing well. Arrive Financial is kicking butt and and money is being made and moves are being made and offices are opening and we are acquiring some really great talent. Yeah, I love the talent that we've acquired. But we are practicing delayed gratification right now. I mean, do I want a Porsche? Yes, I'm gonna tell everyone on this podcast that's listening. My next vehicle purchase will be a Porsche. Is it going to be right now? Is it going to be tomorrow? No, probably not because I'd rather invest that money back in my business. Um, and the way I see it is right now, our business, Arrive Financial, is the absolute best stock right. Adele and I can invest in. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I, didn't, I didn't appreciate it enough, you know, um, at the beginning because I was still scared. To be honest with you, I was scared. I, I didn't know. 
I just knew that this was a different change and I knew this was going to be a new long-term goal. But, you know, it's like in anything, you start off, you know, unsure of what the future holds. You just know that you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. So I'll give you guys an example of a conversation I had and, and I can read people pretty good. And it was a younger guy. He was probably in his late twenties. I'm 40. So I'll be 41 in June. He was probably in his late twenties. And he said, well, I just, you know, I'm successful. He didn't say it like this, but this is what I got from him. I'm successful because I drive a new 29, uh, 2018 at this point, a 2018 Mercedes. And I'm like, that's awesome. And he goes, yeah. He goes, so, you know, uh, I'm doing big things. And I'm like, wow, that's great, bro. You're doing big things. You're driving around a brand new Mercedes that you probably can't afford. But, but anyways, I said, well, hey, how's your office? And he's like, well, I don't have an office yet because, you know, I'm still, I, I, I'm still looking. And I said, well, look, well, check this out. I said, uh, I don't drive around a brand new Mercedes. Do I have a Mercedes? Yes, I do. And it's paid off. But I don't drive around a brand new Mercedes. But you know what I do have? I have a $3,000 office lease. And I pay that bad boy every single month. I go, and the reason why I'm okay paying a $3,000 office lease, because that office makes me money. If I go out there and I get a car payment, regardless if I'm leasing it or if I'm buying it, it doesn't make me money. Right. And it, and it goes to that personal development. You learn, you know, I'm sure those of you that, that are in business have heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. And he very much says, you know, like, hey, Buy something that's going to create you money. Grant Cardone talks about that. Buy assets. assets. Invest in assets that's going to make you money because that car is not making me money. The house isn't making me money. So the same thing, that that delayed gratification. Believe me, you know, I have a 12-year-old car and the little parts on it that do break. And, you know, there's times where it just seems right now that I'm attracting everybody that's driving a brand new car around me and it, and it drives me nuts. But and and let's time, clarify something though. Adela can have a brand new car tomorrow. Right. She can have a brand new car tomorrow. But I choose not to. She chooses not to right now because she understands that let's just say she, and she drives around a nice Mercedes and it's, it is paid off, but she chooses not to have that car right now. Cause she's like, man, let's just say I go out there and I actually get the vehicle that I want to get. And it's going to be an $800,000 a monthly payment. She sees it as, man, I could put 800000 to our new office and, man, it could be a exactly. super nice office. Yeah. And so that that's where you have to have that delayed gratification because um, you have that long-term goal in mind. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like Ed Milet talks about, you know, taste your dream a little bit, you know, yeah. get touch it every yeah. so now and then, yeah. you know, touch it. So, I mean, we do. We do definitely you know, um, kind of dive into our dream a little bit, mm. you know, and expand our vision more. And then we go back and we start hustling even more and we delay that gratification. Well, we do hit goals along the way though. So, we like, do. so like one thing we did that we've always wanted to do is we took our kids to New York city to go to the Thanksgiving day parade for the whole week, for the whole week. Yeah. Right. And, and it was Absolutely. cool because I didn't have to ask for time off. Adela doesn't have to ask for time off because neither one of us has the boss. Right. Our kids were able to go to New York City and experience the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So that's where you're exactly right, where that was part of us touching our dreams. Absolutely, because it was, was a bucket that, list. That it was, was a goal list. that you and I have always had for yep, our kids. Absolutely. You know, we wanted to the, expand their vision and see a bigger world than, you know, their city that they grew up in and, and um, allow them to have the um, privileges you know and the yeah. accessibility of all that and and be able to enjoy 
that and, lifestyle. And part of and part of the, the delayed gratification that Adele and I have learned is because we we learned so much losing everything in two thousand eight. So those are lessons that we learned on yeah. the way down. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, because like you you said on that on that episode is that you know everybody looks pretty on the outside. But once you start, you know, peeling back the layers, it doesn't look so pretty. Or when recession or hits. Or recession hits, when something major, when a job is lost, when hours are cut, when there's a death in the family, when there's an illness, all those different things, you know, take place, you really realize that that's not a solid foundation. Yeah. It may look pretty, yeah. and you may think you have it all set and, and you're good, that no, nothing's going to affect you and your job, but you're you're maxed out. And so that's where we learn to like, you know, really when we buy, we buy, you know, we pay it off um, for one. And if it's really gonna create money for us, you know, is it gonna be something that's gonna be a wasted asset or is yeah. it something that's gonna generate income for us? So when we look at, you know, the office and, and purchasing for the office, you know, how is it gonna benefit us, yeah. you know, in the growth of the company? Yeah, and then you know you think about that new office that we just signed a lease for. It's gonna take money to furnish it and to do the things. And and Adela doesn't like cheap stuff, so it's gonna be now. Don't be wrong; she's very good about spending wisely, but she doesn't like cheap stuff. So it's gonna cost us a pretty penny to get the office the way we want it to look. But that's an investment back into our office that one is tax deductible, but two, when a client walks into our office and he's got a couple million dollars that he wants to roll over, guess what? Right. He's gonna feel like he's in good hands. Exactly because. I'm telling you, like that kid that's, oh, I got big things going. A, a gentleman that has million dollars of asset isn't going to feel confident going, you know, or not going to an office yeah. or, you know, yeah. driving around, you know, yeah. waiting for this guy to come to him. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Or, so. or even or even if the gentleman does have an office. I mean, and I hope someday this gentleman does get an office or if he has one now, hey, congratulations. But you got to understand is like this is a long-term game and you need to set yourself up because I'm going to tell you and those of you guys that have listened to my podcast in the past heard me say this a recession is coming whether you like it or not a recession is coming and if and if you're maxed out on your credit cards on what you're bringing in and if and if you're struggling or if you're stressed out trying to make a sale yeah clients feel that oh yeah oh yeah they don't they they it's like a use unfortunately you know that stigma of used car salesmen work because they need to make a sale they need to make a sale you know as soon as you step foot on the parking lot the <laughs> the vultures yeah. are out to attack you so when you're in front of a client people feel that pressure because it's not about how you can service the client it's yeah. what am i going to do for me how's it going to work for me and so people realize that i mean we had um a client come in and say like don't even worry about getting a policy some other company told them look i don't care what policy you buy just buy it so i can hit a promotion so that client already felt jaded because one he didn't care that client or that agent that person didn't care about the client so he's not servicing them so he the client is thinking long term like well if he obviously doesn't have my best interest in mind, how is he going to take care of me when I really need it? Yeah. And so that's where you have to, when you go into business, it's a long term. How are you going to service your clients? Are you going to take care of you? You want to build a strong relationship so that they can give you referrals and they yeah. know that you you have a place to come, come to and they can trust that they're going to, 
you're going to take care of their their friends and their family members because you did a good job with them and they're more willing to give you well, like the, Adele the is a good example of that. So, uh, you know, within our office, we call Adele the 403B doctor because she services over 300 schools a year. And so she obviously specializes in helping out teachers and staff set up their retirement accounts, their 403B retirement accounts, supplemental retirements. And so why is she so so successful at the schools? Well, yeah, obviously she's super knowledgeable in that area. But on top of that, she gives these teachers and staff the feeling like if she helps me out and she does such a great job at, at taking care of me, I know she's going to be around 5, 10, 15, 20 years right. from now. absolutely. And she's going to service me during this time to make sure I can retire the way I need to retire. Yes. And they feel that. They they have that sense of confidence knowing that they can text me. They can, um, you know, come to my office. I'll, I'll be there, you know, if they need. I, I've had so many clients, you know, reach out to me and refer me their friends, their coworkers, their, their, their family, their spouses, you know, getting college funds for their kids, you know, numerous areas. They're, they're, um, very good friends, you know, so it's been nice to be able to establish that relationship, knowing that they have confidence in me and that I'm going to be there long-term for them. So when they do retire, guess what? I'm going to be the one celebrating with them when they retire. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's why you also get a ton of referrals. I right. mean, every year you get more and more referrals in the schools. Yes, and it's, it's a mindset. So you still have to have a mindset when you go into business is what, what's a long-term goal? So, you know, when I went into the 403B business, you know, that was one of the aspects that I had to take on is, okay, how am I going to be in here for the long-term? Because what I've heard around is that, you know, they've never seen their agent. They started it and they haven't seen them in three, four, five years, you know, and that's been like 90% of, you know, the, the, the expressions that we get, the conversations. And so that, you know, right there tells me like, okay, I have to do something different. And, and I love, um, that book pursuit of happiness with the Zappos thing, because, you know, that was one of the things. Delivering happiness. Delivering happiness. Delivering Sorry. Happiness. Pursuit of happiness, <laughs> Pursuit I think, is the movie is the Will movie. Smith. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering happiness with Zappos. And so that always resonated, resonated with me. I read it uh, several years ago and I was thinking before I even got into this business yeah. and I thought, how do I how do I create that wow factor for my clients? And so that's kind of the same um, way I pursue. Well, you got really good ideas. So like for your teachers right now, what do you do right now to give them the wow factor? So right now what I do is just educate them on their retirement system because every district's different. Yeah. Every retiree benefit is different and a lot of it is public access. So I Google, I love Google because I will Google search for them what district I'm at. They may not even be my clients yet. I just may go and initially meet with them. And what I do, I've already researched, I got their pay, their pay scale structure. I get a pension analysis because I do ask them when they started and when they intend to retire, more or less an average of a base salary. So I do a pension analysis for them because how do you know what the end is going to look like if you don't, I mean, how do you know what to save if you don't know what the end is going to look like, mm -hmm. if that's going to be adequate enough for you mm -hmm. in retirement? So I start with that and then I get the retirement benefits that are pertaining for that specific district. And so just getting that information, 
they are so impressed and amazed because even their HR department never even explained it to them. So they didn't even know they've been working for a couple years or maybe even 10, 20 years and have never looked at the employment package benefits. Yeah, but then you also go back to them and you do semi-annual reviews with them and you show them gradually if they increase their contributions, what the retirement's gonna look like. Yeah, and that's all a step process. That is creating that wow factor is, I'm not gonna set it and forget it. Unfortunately, like those other agents that they've you know been around, I do already set in motion, look, we're gonna meet at the beginning of the, of the year, new school year, this is the plan, and then I'll be back during the spring you know, after taxes and we'll reevaluate where you're at. Let's look at increasing. A lot of times they get increases um, the summer, you know, depending on the benefits and the, the communication with the unions. Um, so those are all different things. And then I like to you know, give my, my clients a little gift um, so right now it's going to be. Well, tell them about your your teacher survival kit. My I've done a couple different things. So um, one thing you know I'd like to do is a teacher survival kit because you know, God bless those teachers. They it's teaching is not the same <laughs> what it was you know 15, 20 years ago. So God bless you for all of you guys that are teacher aides that are in the schools teaching our children. So thank you for what you do. But I do do a little teacher survivor kit. I've done a secretary survival kit. And all it is is really just a little bag that has a Frappuccino, some chocolate, um, some tissues, a little bag of uh, personal tissue paper, and um, hand sanitizer. And so it's just a little way of saying thank you, you know, um, because you need caffeine (laughs) to get through the day. Sometimes you need a little sugar, so some chocolate and, you know, with all the kids they have bacteria and stuff so the hand sanitizer and you know sometimes you have a runny nose so you have to take care of yourself so i've done that um we've done you know lottery tickets we've done um little lifesaver candy jars you know that you're you're a lifesaver uh right now we're planning for the new um appreciation week this week so we're doing um fruit because everybody's health conscientious right now so we're doing bunches of of bananas and oranges and popcorn so we're making little baskets for um our clients that you know we have a lot of of clients in that school so um and and that's one of the reasons why like i I gotta just tell you and i gotta give my wife kudos to this so I, I've always been business minded, but one thing Adela has definitely brought to the company is she's brought the wow factor for our, our, our clients. Yeah. And, and it goes back to that book. Like literally when I read that book, I was thinking, how can we create that wow factor? How do we leave our client with the impression of, wow, yeah. they really informed me. They educated me because it goes yeah. to our principles, yeah. building strong relationships, financial education and reaching a common goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you completely do that. And, and, uh, I, I'll just tell you, I, I don't, I'm not, I, that's not the way I think. And I'm that, a girl. Yeah. And that's where, like I said, uh, um, you know, we complement each other so well when it comes to those two different areas. And people always ask me because, you know, we have been married for over 20 years. They're like, how do you see her all day and go home and work out with work her out and you how, golf with her? Yeah, like how the heck do you guys, <laughs> I can barely stand my wife or my husband for the four or five hours that we're at home before we go to bed. <laughs> and that's because I've just come to understand as a man what I am not good at and what she is great at. And I just and let, vice versa. And I just let that be. Yeah, it is what it is. It, it, it is definitely. um a great compliment to one another where my my 
weaknesses are his strengths. And so that's where um, utilizing each other's talents and being okay with it, like appreciating each other's talents and utilizing it for a better cause. And so that's what we've been able to, to accomplish. And, you know, like I said, it doesn't take much to wow the client, but you have to have that mentality of like, you're, you're servicing. What are you trying to do to service? How are you bringing value to the table? Or how can I build a long-term and business? A and long-term the wow factor business. is a big factor to have a long-term business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, cause why would somebody go to us instead of going to one of their local banks down the street? Why would they go? Why would they open up an IRA account with us as opposed to going to B of A? Right. It's, it goes to our wow factor, yeah. building our strong relations yeah. back to the core of what we stand for. And yeah. so that, that resonates with, with them. They feel it. They, they feel confident. And that, and that's why they don't go down the street. Yeah. They come to us and they, they continuously send referrals to us. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Again, the title is building a long, a long, a long business is a long-term game. And, and it definitely is. And I'm going to tell you, man, you got to have the right partners in business. Um, unfortunately, because business is a long-term game, a lot of the people you start with, you're just not going to finish with, and it is what it is. All you can do is build them up, build friendships along the way. And when it goes to that, that whole saying, right? 20% of the people will we'll do, do 80%, 80% of, the work, of the work and 80% will do 20%. 20%. And you need those people. Yeah. You, you definitely need those people because it's kind of like, you can't have all the Indians in the in the kitchen. You can't have all, all chiefs. The, all the chiefs, right? You got to have some Indians. You have to have the Indians, yeah. and so that it goes to that scene, and you and you need that. You still need those people, and so don't discount them. They they work hard. You know they're a great asset to your business, and you need those people yeah. because again, you can't have all the bulls. You yeah. know, um, because nothing will ever get done because yeah. then you're just battling with, you know, probably battling within each other, within each other, you yeah. know, so nothing ever gets done. And so that's where it's important. Like, you know, we, the title is business is a long term game, you know, and in any game, you know, think about it. We play soccer. And so, yeah, we're not the best players, but we're consistent and we, we get the job done. Yeah. And so we're not we're not the superstars yeah clearly not yeah we're not definitely not the best players on we're the team. not the best players but you need us because we're consistent we get the job done when when our when when it's needed we can still play as a team without yeah. being the superstar yeah and so but again when it comes to having your tools we have we come with our cleats we come with yeah. our shin guards yeah. we come with our uniform like yeah. we come prepared we have yeah. our water and, and hopefully mentally and ready and mentally ready so whatever business you're in have the proper tools so that you can have your arsenal to bring value to the clients that you service so that they feel that it's not just a sale that they're not just getting you know sold something just because you need to hit a promotion or what have you but you genuinely want to build a long-term relationship relationship with them so again bring value have all your tools make sure you know you're you're suited and 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 booted in that game of a business and make sure you personally develop you know invest in yourself because that's a hundred percent guaranteed like 
it won't fail. If you absolutely invest in yourself 100%, you cannot fail. So go out there, smash it. If you're thinking about going into business, do it. Don't wait because, you know, Ariel sent um, the family, myself and, and, our, fi- and our, our four kids, um, a, a poem about, you know, in the end, you know, this is, I wish I wouldn't have, um, let me, actually, let me read it. It to said you. mostly like, basically, I wish I didn't let the minor things affect me so much. I didn't sweat the small stuff and I, I, I took... I would have never bought anything just because it was practical. Would have sold was guaranteed to last a lifetime. Instead of wishing away nine months of pregnancy that I'd have cherished every moment. Uh, when my kids kiss me improperly, I would have never said later, now go wash up and get to for dinner. There would have been more I love yous and more I'm sorry's. Um, but in the end, but mostly given another shot at life i would have seized every moment look at it and really see it live it and never give it back stop sweating the small stuff don't worry about who doesn't like you who has more or who's doing what instead let's cherish the relationships we have with those we do love so again stop sweating the small stuff go out cherish every moment have that attitude of gratitude and get out there and and go follow your dreams and here's the thing if you're thinking about being in business and if you ever wondered about business just do it what's the worst that can happen exactly even if you do a part-time yeah just do it just figure it out and 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 you're gonna learn you'll thank yourself you'll thank yourself for doing it i know adela her biggest thing right now she's like i wish i would have did it sooner yeah absolutely and i tell ariel all the time like you should have hit me over the head because I, i regret that i i waited and procrastinated so long because I wanted to do it, but I was so scared. I let everyone else's opinions matter. And that's where I regret that I, I didn't focus on that. I just went out and did it and, and care and worried about me and, and all the joy that it's brought me and the, the freedom and the lifestyle it's created. And I wish I would have been able to, to enjoy it much sooner than now, you know, later in life. So Adele and I just want to thank you guys for jumping on yes, our thank Power, you so much. Power Couple Appreciate Financial it. Podcast. Please rate us, review us. We thank you again, and please share it with your friends. We're just, we're just trying to provide value, valuable content that is relatable, that is um, understandable. Right, and that maybe you know you're going through some similar situation, and that you can relate. And really, we're just everyday people. You know, we're nothing. You know, ex- yeah, extraordinary. We're just, you know, uh, two two people that that have a dream and a, and a have goal goals and, and or and, ambition and are ambitious and and willing to to share that because yeah. um, we appreciate all the times when we were um, needing to get our vision stretched and those people, you know, took the time to share with us their insight and so we just want to do that in return. So hopefully you get a lot of um, insight to this and a lot of value and like I said, share it. Um, rate leave it, a review, rate re- it, and review, yeah. we thank you so much again for all the great comments and the great reviews, and appreciate you guys listening in. And so we just look forward to continue to bring a ton of value to to you guys. So thanks again for jumping on the Power Couple Financial Podcast. Again, this is Adela Gonzalez and Ariel. Thanks again. Till next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Power Couple Financial Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Ariel or Adela Gonzalez at Arrive Financial and Insurance Services. Call 661-636-6862 or visit them online at arrivefinancialservices.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services offered through Arrive Financial and Insurance Services. Ariel Gonzalez, Adela Gonzalez, and Arrive Financial and Insurance Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.